how I feel right now, um, motivated, encouraged, inquisitive. I feel decisiveness. I feel empathy. I feel action. Mm. I feel equanimity and peace. I feel I feel like how you feel whenever you are doing something that you really care about mm. and you think 10 minutes have gone by and it's been an hour. I feel in that slip state. Um, okay, my turn. Yep. I feel high, I feel drunk. No, I'll just play it, I'll play it. But like, I'm not playing but like I am. I should have included those two yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 so, so, okay. Um, I think most importantly, I feel good. Like, I, I, like, there's nothing. I don't feel like I'm, I'm in pain right now. I feel very like, like I know that there'll be a one point in my life where I feel chronic pain, and I think it's important anytime you can to acknowledge like if you're not in chronic pain, because there will be a life where you'll spend the rest of your life in chronic pain. Like so, and before you're at that point in your life, it's important to know that like that, to acknowledge it anytime you can. It's just like I feel good right now. And it's like, I do feel good right now. Um, uh, you know, we've been drinking pina coladas. You know, we're on this island. You have you have your life and your experience, and you experience it. And most people are just kind of stuck on that page, so to speak. Um, I got to break it down a little bit to really explain what I'm saying. Imagine a movie, and you're at the movie theaters, right? And so your experience of life is the movie that's projected on the big ass screen that oh, you're you've watching. Oh, you told me this. Yeah, you told me this before. Yeah. Yeah, and then you've got the film that's going through the projector, and that's every individual moment of now, because it is actually quantifiable by playing time. What's up? Welcome to the early word. Welcome to the motherfucking early word. It's early. Dude, also, no, no, God no, damn no. it. It's, it's 1247. God damn it's early in the morning. Dude, it's early. We, we, we named it that for many reasons, but one of which is like we usually do these at the first hour of the morning. What synchronicity? It's the first hour of the fucking morning. We're doing <laughs> it. Like, welcome to the early word. I know it's... I know we're eight episodes in. There's gold within everybody. You, you just have to bear with us. Like, even if you think what we're saying is stupid, just skip forward like one minute and we're probably saying some fire shit. Like, yeah. literally. Like, like, just skip through. Like, we're it, working through it. This is a work yes. in progress. This is the most beautiful part. So, back to the plank time thing. So, yes. you've got your experience as reality, what we're experiencing now, what you're listening to, what you normally think of as reality. That's like the movie. Then you got the film strip, which is actually the individual moments of reality because there are individual moments of reality. Einstein was wrong. Space and time are not a singular continuum. They're slightly separated. And 10 times the negative 37 seconds is a Planck time. And it's just moving way faster than... So wait, wait, wait. Is that, is that at odds with... Have you seen Interstellar, the movie? Yes. Is that at odds with what they teach about the fifth dimension in that movie? No. Well, I mean... 
the fifth dimension, like that, would be it's it's harder to concept uh, like conceptualizing that. Like their idea of a three dimensional wormhole was much more accurate than the whole like you know typical idea of like some sort of like conical spiral or whatever. Yeah, but. I remember I remember Neil deGrasse Tyson came forward and said like this is like as far as science fiction goes the most like scientifically accurate speculative thing that we have so far, but. Do I trust Neil deGrasse Tyson? Like, honestly, like, I, I watched Cosmos, and this guy's, like, definitely a fucking egomaniac douchebag. So it's like, yeah. so it's like, so it's like, you, you always have to keep in mind, like, not, well, not, not to cut you off to say the same thing we've said in every single podcast about how <laughs> science is a cult, but anyway, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, keep going, please. The, the other thing, the most important part is the light from the projector that's your consciousness, okay? And all of that streaming into one conceptualize reality that you call your life. Now really, really, really think about that. I mean, really think about it. All right, now, now what part are you thinking about? Are you thinking about the experience that's right in front of you while you listen to me talk? Are you thinking about the movie and how you can step outside of it a little bit and watch it go by? Or are you thinking about the fact that you're thinking about anything in general? And then what's thinking about that? What is that? It's like a random thing, though. Like, it's, it's like a random thing that we're capable of that, right? Like, like, that we're capable of all this, like, metaphysics. Like, like w was it contrived? Or was it just, like, we amalgamated this level of consciousness? Like, it's like the whole idea of, like, of like the, the, um, the indifferent creator or the... Like I don't know what what would you call it? the design like obviously like the Judeo Christian thing is like oh no no, no. Like, like 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 God really cares about like your your tax returns like God is like focused on every part of your narrative it's like obviously that's not true right like on a scientific perspective even though I have a different kind of certainty I have just as much uncertainty in other ways and. I'm willing to adopt and shape and shift my beliefs just as you have. But I'm not clearly. sacrificing them. Like, it's because I'm, I'm genuinely, like, I want to absorb them. Well, that's, yes. what, I, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, is yeah. that you're, it's, that's why I, I, I tell you that's the whole reason why I studied all the different spiritual dispositions. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I told you I take what I feel like makes me a better person and that was an appropriate use of the word like. But I feel like makes me a better person and I leave the rest. Yeah. Right? I don't just... It's totally subjective though. Yeah. Right? yeah. But it's not though. I mean, there are things that you can demonstrate in reality that have positive influence and things that have negative influence. Yeah. Period. There is no debate about that. And I mean... I don't think that it doesn't matter even if they have a predisposition to be a sociopath or a psychopath or there's, you know, like, well, they were born a serial killer, whatever. It doesn't matter. You, you show that baby its mother being sliced to pieces before its eyes, before it could even speak. It's going to cry. 
All right. I really we, don't. I really don't believe shit's like as simple as black and white though. Like you hear that from like a lot of cops and like a lot of military people. They're like, oh, it's oh, it's black and white. Like this it person is not is black and white. No, and it's like it's like so like everything is in the middle of black and white. Absolutely. Like, I'm not saying it's black and white. Because because every culture kind of like like obviously everybody thinks murder is genuinely bad. So I think that's where you're coming from. It's like there are these sort of you could perceive them as universal truths, but like but uh, like like for the most part every culture perceives every moral issue in a different way. Well, I mean, murder's bad, but war isn't. It's the same thing. It's still murder. You just have right. a cause for it. Yeah, or you're but, get, but, you're getting told we're, or paid. We're, to we're do saying it. this from a very war-centric country. Like, there's a lot of countries that, that that would do anything to avoid war. Like we're a very like confident. Like we have the the best army that's ever lived. Like, we're an empire. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're not like we're really not even a true democracy. We're an empire. Every every war that's been started in the you know at least in the twentieth century all the way up into the twenty first century uh, has been fabricated, like fabricated, and I mean I don't know for instance to go back to World War One I. I don't know who killed Archduke Ferdinand and then Turkey and Germany start beefing and then Britain gets involved and then we come at the last minute and but the weird thing is is that the Germans are like. Well, we got a whole, you know, flotilla of uh, U-boats out there in the Atlantic Ocean. Don't bring anything across the Atlantic. We're having a war over here. Just stay out of it, America. You know, this it, it doesn't oh, concern you. Ulterior motives. So we send the Lusitania passenger ship with, like, I, th- I think somewhere around 900-something people or something like that. Uh, and it gets shot down by a, by a German U-boat. And they told us, they were, we will shoot it down. And it did. Very convincing evidence that FDR knew about Pearl Harbor before it happened, and that was the perfect excuse to get into World War II. Once again, coming late to the game and saving the day, just like the world police to do, you know. Uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, Team America World Police, great movie, hilarious. <laughs> but, uh, America, fuck yeah. But, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll bomb... Or, yeah, we'll free the shit out of you. That's what it is. <laughs> it's, it's also just wild, and this is, like, a very basic opinion, but it, it is just wild that, like, like there are, there are people today that, that think that, like, the, like, the, like, the, the bombings of, of Hiroshima and Nagasaki were, like, were, like, justified because, like, they ended the war. It's like, what? Like, people would be like, we had no other choice, we had to do it. Um, but that, that that's not the deal. Like, like, <laughs> there, already, there's, there's so much evidence that Japan was already like on the verge of surrender. They were beat into submission yes. already. Like, but prior to that, yeah, literally, yeah. yeah. The reason why they got away with all that propaganda is because the Japanese people, especially at the time, even now, still, it, they have a very strong spirit of pride. You know, Bushido like runs through them the the, the way of the samurai, like, honor and pride, and they'd rather die than surrender. That kind oh, of thing. Oh, I didn't even think about that. They though. they they're like so they they that's were like leftover from the samurai era. It, it yeah, absolutely because I mean they, they still had ha- an emperor. That in makes World perfect War sense. No, they it, still have an emperor, but like but like the prime minister has more political sway, but they still have to technically like for photo op purposes. Yeah, well, dude, I mean it's kind dude, of dude. I saw the emperor yeah. speak when I was there. Really. Yes. Seriously? Yes, I have a video of it. Yeah, it was sick. But it's like, crazy. But, but like the emperor does. Yeah, so I, I like saw the emperor speak. But like, but like he doesn't have like, 
It's like the Queen of England. The Queen doesn't actually, like, the Prime Minister makes policy. Mm-hmm. The Queen doesn't actually, like, she, she, she can influence the Prime Minister more than anybody else. She's just a, it's a figurehead. Like, 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 the Queen is, like, is, like, the Captain Advisor. But she's not actually, like, like, the Prime Minister does all this shit. And, like, that's the same as the Emperor. Like, the Emperor of Japan, like, is, like, the Prime Advisor. One of the, I, I just read this story, speaking of the Queen of England, she's telling uh, pretty much all the, uh, most of the royalty that's not directly owned by the royal family, because, like, the crown jewels, for instance, used to be the king and queen's property, you know, the royal family's actual property. Now it's a property of the entire, you know, uh, all of Britain. It's, it's, it's... Not public. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It's weird because like thinking about a monarchy in this way. Point is, is they don't have nearly as much sway as they used to. And she was telling, you know, the princes and stuff that they should probably go find uh, new living arrangements because there's this whole movement in Britain right now to dismantle the monarchy completely. Mm. When I was in the dorms, I had a roommate who was a foreign exchange student from Japan, like hardly spoke English. Mm-hmm. And he was very curious about the American presidents. He knew very little about them. So I was showing them, like our presidents, right? Like we have 40, 45, but at the time we had 44. And like Trump, it was like right before Trump. Yeah, like when Trump got elected, I was like still living with him. Um, and then I wanted to know about his, right? Like I wanted to know about his emperors. Um, and you know what's the, the wild difference is that our first, like, quote-unquote, like, emperor president is George Washington. Um, his is pre-Jesus. Like, that's how long Japan's been a thing. And so, and so he, he told me, like, like, their first hundred emperors, they don't know if they were real people or fiction. He showed me, like, like there's, like, this phase of emperors in Japan, like, that, where it's, like, over a hundred, where they're, like, they don't actually know if they're real. Like, they're, they're just, like, fiction. Like, it, it's, like, it's, like, Robin Hood. Like, they're, they're like, what? it's fable. And um, and then like eventually you start realizing that that it's real and like the prime minister who like actually like like the version of Trump in Japan right now it, Shinzo Abe is the like is like prime minister of Japan who like actually and like who I saw was not that and I I can't even remember his name but he's the emperor so like he's on this long line of where like actually like the figurehead was the emperor so like he's the lineage of that who I saw but like ultimately like what does he do he doesn't do more than the queen of england the queen of england does shit like she can convince the prime minister to do shit but she can't do shit herself without convincing like that's the difference but yeah it, 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 but that was like a wild thing to know like the the original like 100 emperors of japan were pre jesus like they don't know if they're real people or not there's no there's no records to prove they ever actually existed or if it's just stories like it, it really makes you realize how young america is like we all yeah. know we all know how young america is but like when you put it in those terms where it's like European countries, Asian Asian countries, like they're they're the when you talk about the history of their country, it's fable. Like they don't know if it's they don't know what's real and what's not real. Whereas like ours is like it's it's like three hundred years ago. Like of course we have like very high, we have like we have like so many letters that George Washington wrote. Like he was like not that it was he was three 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 hundred years ago. A people leave a hundred years. There's three people ago. There's George Washington. Like we're babies. Totally. I mean, it's, still, it's, it's, it's it's pretty much like a ceremonial purpose. Totally. That's, that's kind of what I'm trying it, to say. It's still it's, it, I, it's still, know, like, it's, it's still technically an empire, the same way that, that England is still technically like a monarchy or whatever. But mm. like, but like, but like, is it that like, like they're both democracies? You know what I mean? Like, like they're both actually like following the American, 
like, I'm not saying America invented a democracy. Like, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just saying like, like they, they've essentially modernized to that concept, even though they still uphold the traditions of an empire or monarchy. And they still, they're still technically an empire or monarchy, even though they're ultimately practicing democracy. Whereas we're like the opposite. We're like, we started like, we're like the ultimate democracy from the jump. Whereas like Japan's like the opposite, mm-hmm. where it's like was like yo, we're still an empire. Like please call us an empire. Like we want to be an yeah. empire so bad. But, like Loki, we're a democracy. Yeah, it's that's wild, <laughs> wild to think about. It is. I mean, a dictatorship. Everybody immediately is like, oh fuck, data- dictatorship. We grow up in a democracy. Our votes matter. Okay, well go investigate the electoral college and tell me how much your vote matters again. I don't know why the fuck that was ever a thing. Like I literally I, because I, of the disparity of population in the thirteen colonies. Totally, but it doesn't make sense. Like, but like even mathematically, like even in its inception, like does it make sense? Like it, it was almost like they wanted like a certain amount of land to have like enough vote. Like it, like the like philosophy behind it doesn't check out to me personally. I just think about, um, what do they call it? Like, utilitarianism. The mm-hmm. great, the greatest good for the greatest number, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, the Electoral College from the jump was practicing the opposite of that. Exactly. Whereas, where, where like, where like, okay, well, this is not the greatest number, but it's a few people who live in, like, this greatest area, which, which represents this amount of, of economic income and all these complicated factors, which are very strange. And it's like, so, okay, so, so, so we need this many representatives to vote in this way, despite the popular vote. It's very fucking weird. And it's like, okay, like, I guess, like, if you're fucking stupid, that makes sense. But, like, also, it's like, think of very simply utilitarianism. Like, like we're like we're like taking so many allegories against it when it's like okay, like yeah, maybe you could paint me a picture in the way that it makes sense, but like all I'm saying in my lifetime, which is not long, I'll admit, but in my lifetime, the most un, like s- socially unliked presidents have not won the the popular vote, but they become president, and it's like a fucking bizarre pattern that I'm just like witnessing, like a one <laughs> over and over and over again, yeah. Let's uh, let's jump in uh, the magic school bus and go back in time a little bit and go back to when that was instituted at the time. So first of all, make no mistake about it, everyone. Make no mistake whatsoever. Our country, America, is built on human trafficking. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh. Bam. Let's start there. How can you argue against it? I mean, if you do, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's what it was built on. White supremacy comes from European dominance having better weapons than other people and utilizing that to manufacture a free and intensely working labor force from some other subjugated area and, and, and then on, they and even on a deeper level i would i would argue christianity of course absolutely. oh absolutely obviously there's more to it than that there's like a lot of economic opportunity and and there's like a lot to it but like ultimately like i think a part of it was like they really believed they could find these indigenous people and like bring them to their judeo-christian heaven mm, yeah i mean i'm sure they did uh, they were so certain about their beliefs weren't they and look, yeah. look, look what, uh, look what that, that got humanity. But my point is, is that when I'm saying that America was built on human trafficking, definitely. All right, definitely. Well, or or even at the very least, refugees and human trafficking, both of them. I think it's definitely so, human trafficking. You no, know, like, you got religious yeah. people dipping out from from England 
in Ireland that have different beliefs and they don't want to go with the Church of England, you know, blah, blah, blah. They come over on the Mayflower, Plymouth Rock, woo-woo, like uh, my uh, mom's mother, so my grandmother on my mom's side is a West, and I can trace that lineage directly to the to the Mayflower. She's, Wait, a she's West all gone. No, that's just the last name, like the maiden oh, name, like, like West, Kanye like West. yeah, West. <laughs> well, maybe, yeah, I guess, but uh, so. Oh, dude, did your family own Kanye's family at one point? I don't know, dude. That would be crazy, right? That like, would be crazy. I can't do anything about it, dude. I'm me, and I'm here, and I'm now, and I'm talking about how fucked up all this stuff is. So. People couldn't believe what they wanted. They came over here. They started getting crazy. They probably got like super stupid high off of ergot um, in Salem. And uh, if you don't know what ergot is, that's LSA. It contains LSA. The uh, it's, it's a it's a hallucinogen. It grows on bread. And those people were acting crazy, burning witches for no reason because yeah. girls were screaming or something. Dude, I I don't know. But the fight against magic is. It is, it is, it's super bizarre, but, um, and then go from that and, like, think about, okay, well, now America, we've got all kinds of, uh, you know, exports that aren't as common if they exist at all in Europe, and so we need to have huge plantations. We already have the technology for agriculture. We start making huge plantations. Well, if you have huge plantations, we don't have any machinery at the time, so we need humans, and if you need humans, then you're obviously going to subjugate somebody, just like we do right now in reality, even though you might make money for it. Like, everybody is subjugated. If you think you're not, you're out of your fucking mind. But not to compare our situation with this situation, by the way. That, that is not a comparison. That is just an observation that we are constantly under some sort of subjugation. And this was way worse. And this shit propagated an enormous exchange of indigenous Africans to uh, the Caribbean and into the, the southern United States. And this huge slave empire rose up. And only because... The Europeans had better weapons, essentially. And, and the slave empire is really bad because slaves have been going on for a, <laughs> forever. Like, yeah. that, like, it wasn't like that it just started whenever, you know, they, like there, ever, anybody could be a slave. Your village got raided by the wrong fucking people. Buddy, if you lived, you're a slave. Yeah. Or uh, girl, if you lived, you're a slave. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, it, it had been going on for a long time, like thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And it's not right. It's, it's awful. It's horrific. It's, it's just a fact that it had been going on for a very long time. And this was a whole new opportunity. And now they also made some of the native people slaves. But the problem was is because the Europeans hadn't interacted with the native and indigenous people of the Americas before beyond just the straight murdering, just pillaging cities and, and temples and, and 
everything like that. You know, Cortez just running in there with like 420 dudes and like the indigenous people actually thought that the horses with the armor and the people with the armor were like one being and they didn't understand like they thought it was like a, yeah it was like a mythical being to them the biggest problem was is that they we they brought disease the europeans brought disease that's, yeah, disease that's like number that, one you know in a long you, list well, you, yeah. you're worried about covid oh my god could you imagine living a you know Turbulent life, but you know, because like they at the time all, that it was like smallpox and shit, right? Like, no, smallpox was the biggest one. Yeah, you know, you're you're living a turbulent life as an indigenous person, but not every tribe was. It's not like everybody was always sacrificing children and stuff. That did happen. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, um, it's not everybody was doing that incessantly. They certainly weren't destroying the planet the way we do, but... Uh, and then you you come over, and they might be doing some wonky stuff to you, but you are so, you are so firm in your belief about the idea of, uh, uh, you know, your, your divine providence, and you are galvanized by your religion, and you carry diseases that you are not even really aware of because you're not sure how they work yet. And that's still a mystery to you, but you, you know you just you have this little armaments, and Cortez literally scuttled his boats hmm. so that his soldiers couldn't go back home. That's fucked. He, he yeah, dude. He was like, "We're we're doing this for real," and I mean that's uh, that's uh, he he met this uh, this uh, priestess, I think. That told him how to manipulate the people, and that's why he like claimed to be Quetzalcoatl. And, and, uh, to, you know, start converting them into Christianity and they burned all, you know, I think the Dresden Codex is the only one of the Mayan scriptures that are like left. It's wild. You know, and like the thing about all that information, it's almost as bad as the burning of the library of Alexandria. But the whole point is, is like America is based on this sort of weird subjugation, human trafficking, destruction, mm -hmm. and then rebirth. But the rebirth seems to have been it's getting perpetual. stomped, yeah, stomped down over and over and over again. Were you saying perhaps that your family might have come come through on the Mayflower? No, absolutely they did. 100%. Yeah. Uh, my from my grandmother's side like my grandpa's very deep into like our our like family history yeah. and he he wrote this book like just for our family like didn't like publish it for the public or anything but he like published this book that was basically about like essentially where we are now from the civil war where he, he like understood and basically in the last like four four years ago i started and then and then like last year i like presented it to him as like a christmas gift but like I traced it essentially like from his book i like went all the way back to england where like the fletcher name's from hmm and what I found out, I found out some wild shit, man. Like, I found out, like, so, like, our, our family immigrated to the Virginia colony, the very first colony in America, in, like, 1612. And, like, fucking uh, George Washington was obviously born in the Virginia colony. Um, but his grandpa was a person who immigrated from England or wherever. I think they're English. 
Um, and it was a hundred years after my family. So like, we're like literally like some of the first settlers. Here. Oh geez. Yeah. And, um, cause I think the Mayflower was, uh, around about 1620 if I'm not and mistaken. Then, so, okay. So like, it's like eventually like, so then we, we moved to Illinois. Um, and then it was, it was my, um, like, let me see. So it was my grandpa's great grandpa, Henry Gillette Fletcher, who fought in the civil war. Um, and he moved like from Illinois, like, like, you know, like Washington became a thing in 1840. Yeah. Um, Civil War was in 1865, or, or like 1863 to 80, whatever. Um, Henry Gillette, who was my grandpa's great grandpa, so my like great 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 grandpa, um, drove us in like horse and wagon from Illinois to Washington, where we've been ever since, since like 1867, I think. <laughs> um, and there's this town where, where he, wild. so, so my grandpa grew up in this town called Molson, Washington, which is like a ghost town. Um, and he still lives there. Um, and that's where my family lived since 1867. There, there's a mountain there called Fletcher mountain. And it's because we home, we literally like colonized, like we homestead at that mountain. Like we're the first people to settle there. And that's why it's called Fletcher mountain. This is in um, Okanagan County in Washington. Here's my point. Okay, so America was founded on human trafficking. Everything that you just said, like that, that direct quote that you just said before I went into that story about how like like hum like America was founded on all these disastrous things, but it's also the story of rebirth, right? I've just found myself like when I tell people I trust that story of my family's history and like where we've been, like the, there's literally a town like. I can show you. I can show you pictures, but like you go there and like they've they've maintained all of the original monuments. Like my great great uncle um, Barney, he literally he has like a. I'll show you pictures on my phone. Um, man, it's like you go to Molson, and my name Fletcher is everywhere. Like the streets are named Fletcher. Like like my my the, the, this this like high school that that's like 150 years old. There's like this name in it carved on the outside, Stephen Fletcher. Like literally, like my family, like for hundreds of years, like our name is everywhere in this town. It's fucking crazy. It's like it's like my motherland for my family because we've been there for like almost 200 years. But like the mainstream idea of like what America is, like the mainstream people, like it's actually cringy to think that that like and like you too, like your family is a very similar boat, like that that literally boat Mayflower. But like, <laughs> but like that's you're probably the only other person that I've met who's like so early, like like so like we were like the original settlers in this country, like like that like you saying that is like very interesting. Cause like I don't know if I've met like most white people are like oh yeah like my great grandma immigrated from Germany or whatever. Yeah. So it's like for like for us who have been there like like 150 years before the Declaration of Independence, which is like so long ago, right? Right. <laughs> I'll get even though I had two people in my family, one was Henry Gillette, who I told you about, fight for the Union in the Civil War. Mm-hmm. One of them died. Henry was actually dishonorably discharged, dishonorably, and like and like we have a record. That's in my grandpa's book that he made. What the fuck did he do? No. Uh, don't know. know. We have, we have we have the thing that says he was dishonorably discharged. I don't know what he did. Like, did he run away? Did he kill somebody on his own team? I have no idea. He but 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 my point is team. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, it's Call of Duty shit. No, I guess. Like, but like, but like, but like, my point is. But this is the man that drove my family. Like, like I told you about Barney Stillmill. That mm-hmm. like Henry Gillette was his dad. Yeah. And so he was the one that drove us literally from horses from Illinois to Washington. So like, I look at him as he's like a very primary patriarch of my family. Yeah, but or we have, we have this like, thing that we're was... stupid, and they're like, 
you fucking coward. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it, it, like, who knows? Like, it, it could have been really bad, to be honest with you. Like, we don't know. Like, we, we literally don't know. It could have been really bad. Hmm. But also, I have another one, Caleb, who literally died in combat. I always describe myself as a mutt. I am a mutt. Well, me too. No, no, but, you know? but, but, and then, and then my grandma, like, like, who, so this is, I'm talking about the Fletchers, but like mm-hmm. my grandma Fetterson, like my grandpa Fletcher married the Fetterson and her, she was a first generation from Germany. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like we're all mutts, you know, like I'm a mud of white from all, but I'm saying like, like the Fletcher name, that's the history. Like the Fletcher name has been here forever. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, like that's a, that's a huge part of it, but what's really interesting is when you start dissecting it. So you've got two parents that's like that's the fun thing is to dive into it yeah, and yeah. to really look at because with with my genealogy i've got a lot of contradicting opposing yeah. forces interesting oh like people fighting against each other literally interesting yeah i, I don't have that yeah. so like um so on my mom's side, it's very northern. You have my grandmother who traces to the west. Oh yeah, you're a southern boy. You had some Confederate people. In oh there. yeah. Oh my Jesse god. James, I didn't even think about to that. To be specific. Oh, you told me that before. Yeah, yeah you told me that before. Yeah. yeah. So like, you got my grandmother. Let Let's just do this. Grandmother's the Wests, and they came over on the Mayflower. Bro, what if my relatives and, you, and your relatives have like literally come in contact before and like fought each other? I guarantee they probably have. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, at, at some point, like that's that's all I mean by mutt is that I want everybody to really realize like everyone is like we're all just what we're all humans, man. Like we're humans, and shitty things have happened to us in the past, and we can learn from them and we can grow from them, but we don't have to let th- that energy control us because like for me like i said the west's mayflower parsons my grandfather they were soon thereafter parson literally means you know a parson a preacher Mm. pastor um and they were soon thereafter and uh they fought for the north and then on... That's wild. Yeah, and, well, the Parsons also had a, a Cherokee route running through there, too. Um, and the West, actually. But on top of that, then you have um, the Johnsons and the Crevistons. So the Johnsons were pretty much completely Cherokee peoples. Right, so like they, I mean, they just kind of got fucked all around, and then uh, the Crevistons, a French name, um, out like were more southern. Well, it, it's either French or German, so Crevisant or or Greifenstein, but they like anglicized it. And oh, it's like a hybrid. Interesting. Yeah, and. Um, but it's actually through the Johnsons that I'm related to Jesse James. But um, so it, it's it's just weird. So you got like people fighting for the South on on one side of my family, literally one side, and then people fighting for the North. That's what's like blowing my mind that like that, like you and I have this in common. But it but it's like it's like um, it's very rare to find people who are like pre-America. But it's also like very interesting. Like where it's like where we've been around. Like, for me, like, literally almost two centuries before the Declaration of Independence. Like, that's fucking wild. And you, like, shortly thereafter. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
it's very rare but like my and so it's, it's so it's innately interesting but like but like in our like currently like socio-political culture like admitting that it's kind of whack like that means that i'm the call like like that's what i'm saying like i have a mountain in okinawan county named after my family but like but like think about what that means like, I, like I, no like we're the homesteaders but like, think about mm-hmm. what that means like like there's probably a native culture there yeah, like no, like sure. like we were the colonizers. Like, like that's that's what like like my whole life. Like I've been growing up like hearing my grandpa's stories. I was like that's like a proud thing. Who did you drive out to Homestead? And it's like to be honest with you, I couldn't tell you. Like there, there's a good chance there's nobody there. There's a good chance there's a whole tribe there. Like, I don't I I don't know. Um, that 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 shit's not in my grandpa's book. You know, like the, the you know. What so, do you? I mean, what do you? But so do? so so what does it mean? Like you being related to Jesse James being related to Confederate soldiers. Union soldiers. It's like what? What does it exactly mean? Like coming from a a, a treacherous past, like like that, like built the foundation of who you are. It's like it's it's a it's a very interesting concept. It's like it's it's like weird because like a lot of black people in this country can't acknowledge your family history because like how far can you go up before you're enslaved and hmm. enslaved for generations? But it's like but it's like and so it's like for white people like we have this great privilege, but it's like how for most white people then it's like how far can you go up before your slave owners and like i have like a great privilege in my family that like none of my family owned slaves we were actually like very like there's records of us being against slaves from the beginning but like fuck man like i can wear that with a badge of pride but it's like that's lucky as shit you know like you know because like back then like like even though they were against slaves they probably were against slaves for economic reasons. Like, like Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, like, yes, for more reasons, but also mostly because of the, the monopolies in the South were because of slave owning. Like it, it was mostly an economic thing. It was like, yeah. it was like we needed to dismantle monopolies. And the quickest way to dismantle monopolies is to free the slaves where we look at it in the past of like, Oh, like everybody knew slavery was wrong. And it's like this big moral decision, but it's like, nah, dude, like they were looking at it as money and numbers. Oh well, yeah. And, it was, it was to take the wind out of the sails of the confederate. Exactly. So it's like I talk about this shit as like, oh, like like my family were like union fighters, but like were they really morally against slaves or were they like they were like against the capital? They were against the monopoly. They were like they're like we need to break up business. You know, it, it's just it's, it's a very complicated history that me and you have where it's yeah. like and I, and I feel like in most circles it's like and it's actually sick. Like it's actually like like me and you have very rare, rare family histories. But also there's this like Paul, there's this Paul of like. Like even for me, we didn't own slaves, but like like I just explained, like it's like, is it much better, really? Because morally, everybody, like not everybody is for slaves, but like even the people against slaves weren't against it for the same reasons we're against it today. It was a different conversation. There's a lot to that. To me, I think that for people that know their history, their their genealogy, their ancestry, fairly uh, sufficiently enough to kind of like actually really think about it, investigate it, look into it, that's super important. It's important because how does it make you feel? You know what I mean? You're not those people. You're, yeah. you're the product of those people. I mean, uh, but, even, even like taking a step further, like I feel very different from even like my parents. Generally. Oh, absolutely. Like, like, I feel like I'm, yeah. a, I'm a black sheep compared to my parents. So it's like now when I'm talking about great, 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 great grandpa. Well, it's probably like your great, great, great. Because my great, great, great grandfather, Adrian, was the one that fought for the North and he signed up at 16 or 17 to join the Union Army and he was a cannoneer and um, at 
one of those famous battles, I forget the exact one, I, I can call my grandparents and ask them because they know all about this, but uh, he got shot. He had this huge gaping hole in him, but he fell into a creek. And so he just like laid in the creek for like five days, ended up getting rescued uh, and survived. And, they, you know, one of those lucky motherfuckers that didn't have to get all kinds of shit amputated, but he walked with a limp for the rest of his life. But he was a, a farmer by trade, and he was the first person to come up with crop rotation between corn and soybeans. And, like, that's, like, that Batman's life. And so, like, killing people, not such a great thing. Crop rotation without, like, exploitation, because he just went around to all, all the farmers and friends and stuff and started spreading mm. it all over the place. And, uh, you know, that, you know that's, that's kind of cool. All of these stories, all of them, you know, Jesse James, like, everybody idealizes Jesse James. I mean, he was a southern guerrillist, like, and, you know, he definitely murdered people. And, I mean, I'm not sure he did the very best of things. I have, like, the original wanted poster for him. That's tight. Um, this has been passed down to me, finally. Finally, as oh, in, like, like it, I have it's it. It's from, like, it was, like, a first edition. Yeah. Oh, dude, please let me see that. Absolutely, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, dude. Say... Somebody's born today, right now, and they can trace their family back to any sort of nefarious activities, right? Oh, yeah. And they learn about it, and it and it hurts them. It disgusts them. Yeah. That that's that that's at least progress. That's a progression. You know, like that Definitely means they're progress. not gonna they're not gonna perpetrate it in the future. And understanding all these aspects about humanity is important because we have so many different cultures, so many different uh, ideologies and, and places where people come from and intermix and mingle and we have for a very long time. And if you really don't understand kind of that whole web that permeates all of humanity, that morphogenetic field, then you you can't really appreciate your situation at all. Yeah, I feel like like the American dream is like that idea of like I came here with like one dollar in my boot, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, and like and like this is like a kid who like literally like like stowed away. One, one of my like, one of my closest friends is like the biggest symbol of that ever. And he was telling me, like, he was, like, blown away by my story of the colonizer. Like, that shit was, like, so profound to me. And, like, I still haven't been able to make heads or tails of that. Of, of like, like, it's a very morally gray... Like, there's just a lot to that. And, like, and like I can't, like, like, I can't find, like, a figurehead of, like, a, a way to make sense of that in any way. Um, which is fine, but... Oh, I mean, he said he was from Taiwan, right? Mm -hmm. Think about all the, the emperors and, and, you know, Genghis Khan everything, like... All these, all these great conquerors and yeah, colonizers, yeah. like that's instilled in them. Oh. And they're just, they're just like propagating from that already having happened. And you're more recent. The to only that. recent incarnation is white. Yeah, but it's been deeper than that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like they look to you like, oh wow, like oh you're you're 
you're closer in line than we were. We are, you know, Olivier, we had oh, our great conquer a long a time ago. That's a very interesting perspective. I mean, that you can look at it even in Europe and everything. Like, yeah. everybody is like that. It's, it's, it seems like the, the, where the novelty lies, that's where people kind of... So for you, you're like, really well, like, man, they, my people were kind of shitty. It goes deeper than even white people. Well, absolutely. I mean, yeah. for, for every culture. Yeah. Why are you fascinated with... With uh, uh, Egyptians, they don't identify as much with that, except for on like a touristic basis. Mm. Like you know, a great population is 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 uh, you know Islam, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not saying like that's a bad thing. I'm just saying like the you know ancient Egyptian ideas like pretty much died out, just yeah. like Latin has. You know what I mean? And and. And, but that is like a, a fundamental tenet of their place, and we are so fascinated by it. But if you live around Giza, you see the pyramids every day. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, it's like going out and looking at Mount Baker. You know, like they might be like, "Wow, that's a beautiful Dude, mountain." It is wild. Like some photos of like of like Cairo, where it's like the pyramids are literally on the see a edge. fucking like 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 McDonald's. Our, in the yeah, no, like, like our, our idea of like the pyramids are like in the middle of the desert, but it's like if you no. actually see like certain, it's like no, God, like, it's, it's like it's like in the middle of the city. Like, it's it, disgusting. Yeah, it, it's like it's like it's like it's like an illusion that where it's like there's this patch of sand that makes you look like it's in the desert. Yeah, they they have yeah. cameras at specific angles. Yeah. So you can't see the fucking McDonald's yes, over in the distance for real. Like it's it's literally like enclosed. And the sphinx, yeah, it's like it's like all like in a very city like idea. Yeah, it's wild. Like when I learned that, it blew my mind. So I mean, really think about it. Whenever you 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 look into your own culture, and you have, you know, history and and and, and a lot of ours, especially being in America, is it's been a, a little bit more accurately do- documented because it's more recent yeah you know it's, and, it's and, and younger, yeah. nobody's burned down the library of alexandria recently nobody's right. fucking you know had uh, uh the spanish inquisition or the crusades mm-hmm. or some shit you know so we, we've we've got better documentation of things and you learn shit about like things and you're just like man wow well uh, and, and and you you think about it but then you also become I feel like especially people around our age, you know, like in the in the, in their 20s right now, uh, really think about other places because we have access to the internet. I have certainly interacted with people from at least three yeah. dozen countries, oh, at least. Yeah, well, the at past least. 20 years has changed everything. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, and just, you know, with all this stuff on... The History Channel, when I still had the syndicated TV, you know what I mean? And watching Ancient Aliens and stuff. Like, I don't buy into all of that, you know, fucking aliens, man. Giorgio Tsoukalo stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But these fucking structures got there somehow. And they're located in these places where you're just like, how the fuck? And even today we'd be like, how the fuck? And you become fascinated with these other cultures. And, and you want to learn more about yourself, but... You do. You have access to that. And just like we want to learn about other cultures, I feel like people, especially now, blossoming with this genuine revolution in consciousness that's going on, they want to learn about us. Mm. So, I mean, it's it's just this beautiful... It's an increasing 
network, a, a, a web of connections between all sides and all poles to come to a mutual understanding. Yeah. The thing that... That's fascinating, yeah. You know, I feel like America itself is polarized more between, you know, are you a Democrat or, are you, you know, are you a Republican? It's, uh, you gotta, you gotta be one or the other. Like, I feel like we're polarized against ourselves more than anything else. Yeah. Especially with the world. Everybody else to blame China or North Korea for some shit. Like, so much like, negativity, yeah. It's such a, and it's, it's just ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's so, it's so ridiculous. You just told me about, like, your, your visions of what you interpret as, like, possibly as, like, uh-huh. other incarnations of yourself. Mm. So I just think that, like, like how important is your family lineage and how as important as is your ties to, like, these figureheads, like, Jesse James, like, all, it was, like, to me, monumentally important. But, like, it's got to be, like, a slightly in the shadow of, like, these ideas of, like, I was actually incarnated once as a family that didn't even know my current one existed sort of you know what i mean like 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 you 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 almost like like by very definition of like interpreting your memories or whatever as these other incarnations can see through the flimsiness of ancestry as weird as that sounds you know what i mean so i guess like i guess like like how how important is your relationship to jesse james to like boil it down to that like even on a broader sense your ancestry in general compared to this thing that you've told me of like of like your possible connection to like other incarnations of with other families you know what i mean of of like who you are separate from your ancestry your family like who are you you know what i mean like your place where it's like i've been now spawned into this thing with this great history but it's like in another lifetime i'll spawn to a thing of a different history you know like it becomes infinitely more complicated yeah, and yeah. it and it is, and and that's and that's the way I look at it, and that's why how important it is to me. It, I, I important, yeah. I mean, I I like to know it, and it's fascinating, and it might be relevant or germane germane in certain ways, and like uh, you know, I I don't know if I was actually like my soul self aspect was physically incarnated as Jesse James or Adrian Parsons. I'm just saying that's biologically where my lineage comes right. from. There are some things that I remember from other lifetimes that are hugely important and do really radically impact my day-to-day existence and my understanding of reality. But but that's like totally separate from like the Crevinson name or like the James name or like the Johnson name or like all these names that you threw out talking about your ancestors. Mm-hmm. It's like, but it's like, it's like these things are altering your perception of reality on a day to day basis as are in a very different sense, your knowledge of your ancestral history. I don't know. As someone who can see past that, cause like admittedly, like, I don't know if I can see past mine. Like mine's hugely important to me because I don't have these other memories. Like if I had all these other memories, which would might suggest a life beyond these people, I'm just curious. Like, does that shatter everything? Like, what? Like, what does that mean? Like, obviously, it doesn't shatter everything. But like, I don't know. Like, like, how do you grapple with that? Yeah. I'll answer your question with a question and then with an answer. Do you like chili? Fuck yeah, I like chili. What do you like in your chili? You know, probably like some hamburger meat, yeah, right? Meat, of course. Tomato sauce, garlic, onion, 
beans, uh, salt, pepper, maybe some hot sauce, and you know, let's say just two more sacred ingredients sure. to make it a nice. That, even that like makes it like my chili, you know? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah. your chili. Your, yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. Right, and you get a you get a big old dollop in a bowl. Mm-hmm. How many beans are in there? You just want me to like throw out a number? I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. What? Yeah. Well, what? How much? How much meat's there? Right. Right. Okay. I see what you're saying. Where's the what, like? What's the percentage of salt? What's uh, how much? How much tomato? Uh, juice or whatever else you use as a base, you know, how much of that is in there? Yeah. How much garlic? Hmm? It, it, it's, you cooked it all together and you have a dollop, right? I look at this as like, I would like to know what soup I came from, but I'm still my own fucking spoonful. I'm still my own fucking unique little dollop. Yeah, I was made, I was mixed, and you could look at that from like a, even a universal but, sense. But but there's a chance like you look you look deep enough into that spoonful, and it's not even chili at all. It's actually pho. You know what I mean? Like like from like a lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. But that's the thing is like it's this is like a soup. I only picked ten ingredients. This is a soup with like an infinite number of ingredients, basically, and you're just you're you're. You're actualizing this particular meat suit and this particular conscious medium, but you have to even realize yourself that you're constantly changing. Yeah. You're never, every time you take a bite of yourself or your psyche, <laughs> you know, you're yeah. never the same soup. You're never the same chili, ever. I, and think, so, I, I think I totally get that, yeah. You know, where, like, where, where, where do you really draw that line? I don't know if that line can be drawn. I just know that I am an actualized entity that experiences reality and I know about history and things that are important. I've tried to learn the lessons from it, but I haven't let it restrict me or or dominate my mentality or thinking. I have my own agenda and that's just basically for growth and advancement and not just for myself, but for all of humankind. And, like, that's that's all I ask from anybody. Yeah. It's just, like, try to understand, try to do better, try to be more. I should we end it out? I guess Any so. Any final words? Uh, nah. I mean... I feel like, I feel like you ended it perfectly. Like, like, yeah. like, it's important to know where you came from, but also, like, try to understand that you're more and try to be more. Yeah. That was flames. I mean, that's that's really what it's what it's about. All right, peaceful. <laughs>